This message comes from NPR sponsor Rosetta Stone, an expert in language learning for 30 years. Right now, NPR listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership to 25 different languages for 50% off. Learn more at rosettastone.com NPR. Live from NPR News, I'm Dale Willman. An Israeli special forces operation freed two Israeli hostages in the Gaza city of Rafah today. The two men were kidnapped from a kibbutz during the attack by Hamas militants on October 7th that led to the current war that's now underway. The men have been identified as 70-year-old Louis Hare and 60-year-old Fernando Seaman Marman. Palestinian officials say at least 50 people were killed during the rescue operation. Police are still searching for a motive for a shooting at a Houston church Sunday. They say a woman entered Joel Osteen's megachurch and opened fire after Houston Police Chief Troy Finner praised two off-duty police officers who killed the shooter. I want to commend those officers. She had a long gun, and it could have been a lot worse. But they stepped up and they they did their job. And I want to thank him for that. A five-year-old boy who entered the church with the woman was also hit and is in critical condition. Virginia lawmakers will vote this week on a measure that would create a retail marijuana market in that state. Jad Khalil from VPM News in Richmond has this report. The bill in the Virginia House of Delegates would allow medical marijuana companies to start selling weed on July 1st, months ahead of other companies. A Senate version has all companies starting in January. Virginia Democrats legalized marijuana in 2021, but put off setting up a legal retail market. Then Republicans took control of the House and didn't pursue the issue. Debate in both chambers has centered on finding a balance between competitive markets and equity-conscious licensing that addresses harm caused by the war on drugs. But it appears unlikely that Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin will sign whatever bill makes it through. For NPR News, I'm Jad Khalil in Richmond. Investors are coming off a big week in the stock market, with the S&P 500 index topping 5,000 for the first time. As NPR Scott Horsley reports, investors will get a fresh look at inflation this coming week, as well as retail spending. On Tuesday, the Labor Department will report on consumer prices for the month of January. Forecasters expect to see a continued easing of inflation. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell says he and his colleagues want to see more of that encouraging data before they start cutting interest rates. Investors currently anticipate the first rate cut will be in May or June. On Thursday, the Commerce Department delivers a snapshot of retail sales for last month. After a strong finish to the holiday shopping season in December, forecasters expect to see some slowdown in January. Shoppers have surprised analysts in the past, however, with their continued willingness to spend. Scott Horsley, NPR News. Washington. President Joe Biden took on shrinkflation on Sunday. That's where some businesses cut product sizes but keep their prices the same. In a social media post, he said the practice was pulling a fast one on the American public. A Senate report released last December shows the practice is real and has accounted for about a third of total price increases in some products since January of 2019. This is NPR News. A $95.3 billion military aid package for Ukraine, Israel, and other countries is continuing to move through the Senate, despite opposition from former President Donald Trump. The bill passed a procedural vote on Sunday. Both Republican and Democratic leaders in the Senate say the money is crucial to push back against Russian President Vladimir Putin. 
Argentina's new president and the Pope embraced Sunday in the Vatican during a mass to canonize the first female saint from that South American country. The encounter signals a warming of relations between the pontiff and the recently elected far-right leader. NPR's Kerry Khan has more. President Javier Millet sat next to Pope Francis during the canonization of the 18th century laywoman Maria Antonia de Paz y Figueroa. Mama Antula, as she's known in Argentina, was a staunch defender of the Jesuit religious order to which the Pope belongs. After Mass, Millet bear-hugged the pontiff. During his boisterous presidential bid, Millet often insulted the Pope, calling him an imbecile and a disgusting leftist. The two mended fences following Millet's landslide election last November. Millet came to Rome after visiting Israel, where he announced plans to move Argentina's embassy to Jerusalem. The far-right libertarian was raised Catholic but admires Judaism and says he would like to convert. Kerry Kahn, NPR News, Rio de Janeiro. Kelvin Kiptum, the Kenyan who holds the world marathon record, has died. He died along with his coach in a car crash in Nairobi on Sunday night. He was 24 years old. He set the record last year in the Chicago Marathon. That record was just verified last week. I'm Dale Wilman, NPR News.